0: I was sent off to the emerging crisis in Darfur in Sudan. I found myself in North Darfur, horrendous scenes of ethnic cleansing, hundreds of thousands of people living in, in refugee camps, I and mean, one of which had, had 120,000 people in it. James
1: Shepard Barron spent his past 25 years traveling all over the world as a humanitarian aid worker. He's worked in war zones, refugee camps, places where lives hang in the balance of violence now nutrition. And as James saw in the Darfur crisis, the spread of disease.
0: Into that scenario, polio appeared, a dangerously spreading virus. and You've got to do something about it or it will only get worse.
1: To prevent the virus from spreading, James and his team would have to travel from the capital of Sudan to territory controlled by opposition forces. But convincing the rebels to letting them vaccinate the children
0: would be tricky. From the side of the border that we were on, we were the enemies. As we started off in the morning, we got into our convoy, and then we were on our own, set off across the desert. It's no man's land, you've crossed one front line, you know you're driving up to another front line, and you know that there are mines around, but you can't see any. Just at the moment when I was thinking, I can't go any further, we'd better stop here, a white Toyota Land Cruiser with the back cut off and replaced with a what looked like a 35 or even 70-millimeter cannon on the back, drove out in a cloud of dust and stopped rapidly in front of us.
1: The rebels heard that James and his team had entered into the area and decided to introduce themselves.
0: Everybody but the drivers were blindfolded,
1: and we were taken into the middle of the desert. As they drove through the desert, James and his colleagues tried to stay calm. They had brought along a translator, and they knew the rebels were taking them to meet their leader. When the convoy finally stopped, blindfolds were ripped off their faces, and James heard orders demanding that he and his team walk forward, with their hands facing out.
0: There are a couple of carpets spread In the sand in the shade of a small stunted tree that was the only shade there was there was an older man with a big bushy white beard and white clothing and white turban he turned out to be the rebel leader and he signaled to me to sit down but then he sent the others back so i sat on the carpet next to him and i thought well this is interesting it's just him and me at which point it became clear there were about 30 rebels around us who'd been kind of concealed on the desert floor in the sand who got up and drew closer and sat down in a circle with their guns pointing at me. They're all in uniform, they've all got shamargs wrapped around their heads, they're all wearing sunglasses. All you can see is beards, white teeth, sunglasses, bullets, guns, and telephones hanging around their necks. The rebel leader
1: spoke perfect English, and he pointed to a cooler James had brought to the carpet. It was full of plastic vials.
0: He said, this stuff is poison. You are coming to poison me. How dare you bring it here to poison my children? Why should I not kill you here and now?
1: James knew there was only one way to convince the leader that the vials were safe he'd have to take one
0: himself. I said, this, you know, this is not poison from the enemy. This is a, a vaccine. And to prove it, you can take any one at random of these files and, and, and tip it uh, into my mouth and I'll drink it. But if you do that, you choose one and I'll break it and tip it into your mouth so that your soldiers can see that it's not a poison. At, at which point his guards got particularly nervous and started cocking their guns.
1: It was getting late in the day and the tree provided little relief from the sun. Negotiations crawled to a standstill, and as the hours passed by, James began wondering about his team waiting in the sweltering desert heat. That's when he came up with an idea.
0: So I had some oranges with me, and it was clear when I mentioned oranges that their eyes lit up, because they had obviously not seen fresh fruit for a while. And I said, if you give it to me, this vaccine, I'll give you an orange, and don't eat all of it, because... When I give this vaccine to you, it'll taste disgusting and you'll want the orange to take the taste away. And at that, he laughed. I mean, belly laughed. I mean, he thought this was hysterically funny. So he picked out the vaccine, he broke the cap off it and I tipped my head back and he dropped it in. And then sat back watching me saying, right, now you're going to die. Well, I'm not and it's been 10 minutes and I'm still not dead and I'm fine. So now I'm going to give it to you because that's what we agreed. And now it was a matter of pride because I was going to give it to him, he wasn't going to give it to himself. He could not lose face in front of his soldiers because they'd heard him agree. I broke the file and I dripped it into his mouth. And he spat most of it out. Within seconds he said, right, you know, it, this is fine, you know, it's fine. He then called his guard in and he said, I want to give every one of them an orange. And I said, but you can't have one until I can see my people because they need to come and celebrate. We eventually gave everybody an orange. And basically, we had a little celebration. We were given permission to open up um, for three weeks to get in the cold chain, get in the polio vaccine, and a campaign of sorts to eradicate polio in North Darfur got underway.
1: Fascinate your child for safety the vaccination team will visit your house to give all your Vaccinate your child against for safety. James Shepard Barron now works as a disaster management consultant and has written a new survival guide based upon his experiences. He covers everything from landing an aircraft without a pilot to evading an attacking hippo. You can go to our website, snapjudgment.org, To find out more information about James, that piece was produced by Mitzi Mock and Mark Ristich. You
0: are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.